What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to Tuesday Fillings with Ricardo Sturdivant on Reinventing the Tattoo. So some of you guys are watching on YouTube or Facebook or even listening to this podcast, but for those of you watching live, let us know in the comments that all of these streams are working. Also, if you guys are watching live and you want to participate, the best way to do that will be to go to reinventingthetattoo.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page to our calendar, and the Zoom link to join is right there. If you can't join today, just let us know something cool you want us uh, to talk about or anything like that. Ricardo and I haven't caught up in a while, so we're going to kick off that way, but feel free to join um, and we'll do that. Uh, otherwise, if you guys haven't seen already or are interested in, we do have a Roku channel that has 24-7 streaming content of all of the shows that we do. We actually have shows almost every single day. Uh, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern is Jason Leeser's Skill Buildings Sundays. Also on Mondays are kind of a busy day with reinventing of YouTube's Go Crazy and in the morning we start early at 9 a.m. with James Wisdom with Drawing for Tattooers. Then at 11, Jake Meeks, myself, and Gabe Ripley host the Tattoo Weekly. Next week, we have Tony Mencia and Black and Gray Genius, let's say, on the show, so make sure to tune in. Uh, later in the evening, we have uh, Robbie Rapole leading a feelings discussion um, with Dustin, so those are awesome. Tuesdays right here at 10 a.m. Eastern is Ricardo's uh, Tuesday Feelings. Wednesdays are the Tattoo Now Business Roundtable shows. So if you want more information on that, reinventingthetattoo.com. Thursdays at six is Tattoo Collecting 101. And otherwise we have a lot of other cool shows just kind of happening, uh, plain air with Renee Little, all sorts of different things. So YouTube is the place to go for reminders and all that. Beyond that, we wanna say thank you to Guy for putting everything together, being the mastermind behind all of this. You can find his Biomech Encyclopedia, uh, DVDs, machines, paintings, and more at GuyHSN.com. Also, thanks to Gabe for decades of geeky stuff for the tattoo industry with Tattoo Now. He's got a lot of new software opportunities, so TattooNow.com for you guys. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and bring in Ricardo because I feel like I haven't gotten to see him in a while. Bam. Hey, what's up, Lauren? <laughs> How you doing? Not too bad. Having a pretty good morning so far, you know? Um, just getting getting on to the swing back into the swing of the gym and stuff like that too. I took a couple of weeks off because of I was sick. You know what I mean? I had this weird cough thing that was going on. So I'm back at it now. So waking up early again and uh, getting back into the swing of that can be kind of rough sometimes. <laughs> How early are you talking about? Well, usually waking up at about four 30, you know, uh, four 30 in the morning, every morning, um, you know, get some, something to eat and get hydrated and stuff and get dressed. Hopefully, remembering to wash my clothes the night before that way I have something to go in <laughs> uh so sometimes there's some Febreze action happening <laughs> gonna say it publicly and like honestly <laughs> but you know how that goes yeah I mean we're gonna wear it to the gym anyway you know what I mean so it's no big deal how, how about how about you how have you been uh, I've had a lot of things going on lately I was gonna say there's so many different things going on so I don't know who follows things that I do or not but um, geez, about 10 years ago, I met a really, really cool guy, Tommy Kirschbaum out of Marshfield, Wisconsin. Honestly, I love the guy. He does great tattoos freehand. You know, he went down to that event in Ed Red Tree and we talked about him last week. He lost his son last month, but that tattoo benefit that they're putting on is happening, um, in Marshfield on November 27th. So it's really cool because Tommy is a huge pillar in his community he's always doing something good for the community whether it's toy drives or coats for people walking by or literally anything um anything great they donated the entire ballroom the convention ballroom in marshfield from the holiday in there so 
So they got the whole thing out so far, at least 30, you know, tattooers tattooing for this event. So I think it's going to be really neat to see, you know, it could be something that happens every year, but to see how the community can come together in a a way that's not just giving money. It's like um, an event to celebrate something, you know, forever 16 is what they're going with for like the, the phrasing of it. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. something um, maybe we can bring on Tommy sometime to join us on one of the shows because any parent, uh, you know, they definitely need support. So, but yeah, yeah. He told me he's getting back into tattooing, which today, which I think is uh, great. I don't know if anybody can answer to that, how they cope when they're really, really uh, stuff really, really goes shitty, you know, and how tattooing can help you back into that norm or what do you feel when you're tattooing or do you just, not tattoo through it or you know it's a coping mechanism man i don't even know where to go with that you know like uh we were talking a little bit before the show and it really got me pretty emotional you know what i mean I, I had two children myself they're grown you know what i mean they're 21 and 22 now uh their birthdays are coming up early next year but um i can't imagine what this this man is going through right now you know what I mean? So that's pretty, um, that's pretty intense. Uh, emotionally, physically, I'm sure that there's no way to, I mean, I don't even know what we would say to him. You can't even say you're sorry. You know what I mean? You want to, you do, but I mean, until you understand the true emotions that come with it, it's, it's hard to be truly, truly as sorry as you can be for somebody that loses something like that. You know what I mean? So I feel for him, um, my, my thoughts and, and energy is going towards his and coming back and bouncing back. And you had brought up the tattooing thing. I mean, I can tell you personally, I haven't gone through the tragedy and the loss that he has, but I have been through some pretty monumental things in my life. And being and uh, being a tattoo artist and tattooing and being able to do this has definitely helped out tremendously. You know what I mean? Um, it's a positive effect for me, and I think a lot of other people can kind of relate in that too. Like, um, it's one of the things that's been a constant in my life, and as much energy as I put into it, it gives back double, you know, like through the people that we meet, meeting you, Lauren, meeting everybody through RIT, you know, it's been such a, a, a positive impact in my life. I, I can't, I can't imagine where I'd be without this catalyst now, you know what I mean? So uh, it's pretty impacting to be able to, I think myself personally, to be able to sit down with a person, take their ideas um, and make them come into fruition and put them on them permanently and then have such a positive impact on it. Like it's that paying it forward kind of energy. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah, you know, it's that paying it forward energy. You know what I mean? Like it's so impacting when a person comes back in, like I love my tattoo or I get these random messages through Instagram or, or Facebook or emails and stuff like that. I just want to let you know, you know what I mean? I'm on vacation. People are loving my tattoo. It feels so good to be able to show it off and stuff like that. And my first question is, are you putting sunblock on it? <laughs> Cause they're usually on the beach or something like that. You know what I mean? But all joking aside, um, it is pretty awesome. And I think it's something that when dealing with something as tragic as this, it, 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 it's good that he's starting to talk about coming back to tattooing. You know what I mean? And uh, because I know that it can be very beneficial in so many different forms, so many different ways too. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to just be a life and death kind of tragedy. It can be like a divorce. It can be a breakup. It can be, you know, anything. You lost your loving pet, 
you know what I mean? Like some people are impacted so harshly by that, or you get some negative news about like you're losing your house <laughs> or your apartment or something like that. You know what I mean? Can't afford that car. Um, whatever it is, you know, it's, um, it's good to like, think about it in that way, I think. Uh, and to be able to say, you know, I'm going to get back out there and we're going to uh, give it some good energy because I need some energy back in my life. You know what I mean? Um, I know for me, for sure, it's, it's been, like I said before, it's one of the, one of the constant things that is always given back no matter what, no matter what, you know, whether that's through um, pushing my art, my, the limitations I see for myself in my artwork or my tattooing and things like that, you know what I mean? And then getting out there on the road, meeting more people and things like that. Um, realizing how beneficial a good positive community can be coming in contact with them and, and staying in touch. It's pretty important stuff for sure. Um, I know that this forum has been super beneficial to me for sure. Let me see if I can share the screen. Is that okay real quick, Lauren? Yeah, go for it. Let's see what we can do here. Well, I'll just put something in the background while we're while we're talking. Mm -hmm. Share contact screen. Okay, so I went out on the limb last night. Uh, last night in the drawing group, we were talking about uh, flow and fit and some positive negative relations and things like that in our artwork. Um, and I went out on a limb, like I said, and started drawing this tree man kind of deal. Uh, so that was part of the subject matter was uh, to draw a bonsai kind of tree on the uh, on an arm or half sleeve or full sleeve if we wanted to. And I've always tried to push myself and the requirements of subject matter and stuff like that. So I just totally was like, I'm going to do this old dude in, in a tree, you know, like, I don't know how about you, but like, I've always been inspired by nature. Um, and then to be able to like, just sit there quietly and observe your surroundings and things like that. I, I always end up seeing, and I think it's something that I have an impression on me. Like, you know, it's my, it's my filter. It's my perception. Like my filter, like what I automatically am drawn to is like the human form and how expressive it can be and stuff like that. And how, how closely knit we actually are to nature and stuff. So I decided to go ahead and just kind of wing it and uh, throw this man's face in the, in the trunk of a tree. And I'm going to kind of do this crown kind of thing for his head, I think for the branches that kind of come off. And I'm not sure if I'm going to put, uh, leaves on it or not but now i'm just kind of molding things around and playing around with this concept um it's pretty funny though because last night i like they asked me which part of the design i wasn't too happy with and i was i was joking around and i pretty much said uh i don't like it from here pretty much to here and all of this in between <laughs> but <laughs> but they're they're very positive and um you know, being um, helpful with some critiques and things like that. So that was fun to be a part of that last night. James was the one that was running the class last night and he had a lot of good insight, a lot of good points for everybody to, to work through. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Hang on one second. Okay. okay, can you see me? 
Yep, sure can. Okay, cool. I was on my phone and I had a phone call come through. I apologize about that, guys. Popularity is tough, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. Tell me about it. It's so hard being so cool. <laughs> Did you ever watch Adventures in Babysitting? Uh, yeah, about 75 remember, times. Isn't that a great movie? Well, my uh, nieces and nephews liked it. Oh, man, it's so good, dude. I love it when you can, like, it goes cross generations, too. You know what I mean? Like, where you can have, like, younger kids watch it, and they love it just as much as you did, even though it's, like, from the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's so cool because, like, there's that that dude ride, drives that car. is like, his license plate says, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I love that movie. That one, yeah, it's a good one for sure. It'd be very interesting to see a hierarchy in trees, huh? Yeah, it would be, right? What? What's up? The forest king. The forest king. That's where we're going to go with this, too, is the forest king. That was always one of the cool things about, like, the Lord of the Rings uh, stories. You know what I mean? He he, he involved nature with that pretty hardcore, and it was awesome to, to know that the trees could talk and stuff like that, and they had their own their own hierarchy and stuff like that too they were choosing whether or not they wanted to get involved in war with the humans and stuff mm-hmm. that was pretty fun um so yeah so other than that other than dealing with that scenario with your friend lauren how has everything been how has been going for you uh really well i've been um transitioning a little bit different uh from my time let me put my video okay. So yeah, I'm starting to work with uh, my buddy out of Florida that I've known for 10 years. Michael oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start working with him um, in his brand, Devoted Brand, because oh, cool. that's kind of my background, uh, computer stuff for the tattoo industry. So I'm excited he's, man, he's got a lot of confidence in me, you know, so I'm trying to show up for him, you know, because I'm a very meek person sometimes. Mm. So Yeah. We've had a lot of conversations in the last couple of months and now it's kind of like, we're going to do it. That's rad. That's mm-hmm. so rad to be around somebody that can like promote you and your, your, um, the, your self-perception, you know what I mean? Uh, it's yep. such a cool thing and it's so intoxicating to be around other people that can be honest with you and sincere and like tell you some of the things that you may or may not see, whether that's constructively or just as a, as a hype man, you know what I mean? So to speak, that's radical, dude. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It's, it's cool because, um, well, he's a shop owner. He's in West Palm or he's in mm-hmm. Palm Coast, Florida. But mm-hmm. a couple years ago, he bought like this, I don't know, this huge machine that can print banners and stickers and labels and shirts so it's really cool because he's been like, all of a sudden I look at his story and he's got a shirt that says something super inspirational and I'll, I'll hit him up. But like, where'd you, where'd that come from? He's like, Oh, I, you know, I just wanted to have something that people could wear around town that had this on it. And it'd be something yeah. like you're worth it. Not that it would be that, but something motivational on a quote or like a picture or like he's using the things that he has to make a positive impact, you know, in those tools. And I think it's really cool because you know, tattoo artists always are going to make merch and all this stuff for themselves, which is cool. I support that for sure, but I like to see what he does with it and has his own spin on it. So I'm really yeah, like moving forward. That's cool, dude. That's cool. Positive messaging. 
Mm-hmm. It's that whole pay it forward kind of thing, right? It's that whole like selfless kind of act, like where you're trying to just be a better part of the community, a better part of uh, like our network, a better part of like the the social not even social, just like the web that we're all a, a, a part of, you know, like it, we're all connected in one way or another. Like it, you live long enough in a town, you realize how many people you run into that you're acquainted with that knows the other person. You know what I mean? It's like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever the hell it is, right? So that is awesome, man, to hear that. And, and self-promotion is good, but it is cool to be able to be around people that just want to make that positive impact. Mm-hmm. That's so radical, man. It's intoxicating. That's such a good thing. Um, I typically try to do that as much as possible. I say hello to everybody that I walk by on the street and stuff like that, too, dude. Um, I'd like to try to hold doors open for people. I see a person broke down on the side of the street with a flat tire. I'm definitely no person that stops and tries to help you out. I've actually been late to a couple of appointments because of that reason. And then you catch grief from the other person, the client. You're like, where were you? Where were you? How have you been? Like, well, I had to run to the store or something. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah, so I'm just really like literally just molding this. This um, It's almost like playing with wet paint on a canvas. I'm literally just kind of like subtracting and, and pushing the white background into the form and stuff like that and just trying to think of this overlay and as far as the composition goes um and keep the 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 image as a tattoo tattooable kind of format where there's like stark contrast and things like that crisper edges but i'm constantly remembering that there's these angles these, these rules of angles that i follow these intersecting points um I always try to remember that even though it might seem like completely random that I'm just pushing stuff around. I am trying to maintain that uh, direction. Uh, And it seems to help out pretty well for me. Um, As far as the completion of the image goes, we're getting it closer to quote unquote, a finished product, right? Cause I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's always hard to kind of look at something and go, yep, it's done. I think it's another discipline all in itself. But it has been fun. Lately, we've been having uh, other um, students that are in the the, uh, classes start to lead some of the groups and stuff like that. And it's been really cool, especially when you've seen them start to improve so much. And to be able to take away from some of the tricks and some of that, like last night we were talking about literally just like jacking ideas that the other guys had. You know, it was pretty funny. We were all like, oh, it's cool, man. You can take that idea. You can steal it. There's a way I did the leaves on it and stuff like that. No problem. Really fun. Yeah, how have things been going in class? I haven't asked, really. They've been going really well. Um, it's been fun. Um, everybody's getting a little bit more tight knit and stuff like that. We've had a lot of new people joining in. Last night we had a, a, a young man from um, I don't I don't know where exactly he was from, but he spoke French, so I can only assume he's from you know a, a French speaking area, France or Canada kind of area. You know what I mean? But it was awesome. So it's been great, and it, it's been so cool to be able to see, like I said, the 
the different approaches to the same subject matter. I think that's the coolest part for me is to be able to see uh, in real time, you know what I mean? Without having to go out of your comfort zone, so to speak, like your own home or your own shop or something like that. But to be able to go in there and, excuse me, have people uh, walk you through or be able to see their process from sketch to like a, a somewhat finished product and things like that as far as a painting or a drawing goes, it's it's been so awesome. So it's been going really well. Um, everybody... We get on there, we talk about movies, we talk about art, we, we recommend artists' products even, you know what I mean? It's really fun talking about to other tattoo artists that are drawing about some of the products that they might use that we haven't heard of or that we haven't shared and had the opportunity to use. There's a lot of us, some of us are on budgets, you know what I mean? And I think we are all on some kind of budget, but some of us might go a little bit more freely with it. Uh, uh, but um, I'm gonna turn this upside down for the last second kind of see where I'm going with this. Um, <clears throat> so that was been, that's been a lot of fun. It's been pretty cool. I get to see Jason on there pretty often. So that's good too. And uh, Bruno has been jumping in as well. So, oh, Bruno. Not to single anybody out by any means, but those are my boys. I like where this is going so far. I'm going to kind of, we talked about using a push and pull with positive negative relations. Um, I'm going to use some crisper edges, some highlights and things like that on some of these branches to kind of help establish some foreground and things like that. I think I'm gonna end up not doing leaves on this guy though. And I think I might do something different with the grass where it's a little less green, a little more, a little more burnt. Um, I don't want to tie too close into the skin tone but I want it to be a little bit more of like an aged kind of thing. So maybe we'll go with some olive or something like that, like an overlay on that. And for all you guys out there, I love Procreate One because you can literally take it on an airplane with you and just paint your little heart out. And you don't have to carry around a bag full of pens and markers and stuff like that. Although I have found myself drawing my tattoos a little bit more old school, so to speak, with pen and pencil and paper and tracing out the actual size of the person's, the client's arm or leg or whatever it is, their back. Uh, and just drawing it with markers. Uh, but a lot like this method where I use the side tip of the marker and I'll just kind of chunk in all these shapes and things like that. Um, and then kind of go from there with yeah, I think I'm gonna go definitely gonna go darker with it, uh, but we need to add some different kind of value to it. Let's see here. So we can lay some of this color on top of it or underneath it. Very much into painting while I draw, pretty much. You know, one second, guys. Uh, let's see. I apologize about the technical difficulties here. Sorry about that. Okay. We are back. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. Just kind of drawing. I like to paint. Very much like to paint um, with the Procreate app. I use a lot of the flat 
the painting brushes and things like that. Um, I love the flat brush. And I'll just kind of come over here and mess with the opacity and the size and the diameter and stuff like that with it. I don't really do too much else other than just the flat brush, to be honest with you, whenever I'm drawing. Uh, I will implement the layers, you know what I mean, to kind of get, um, if I'm uh, wanting to get experimental with it, like the color just now, you know what I mean, I'll play around with a different layer that you would with tracing paper. Um, so I love that about it. But I implement this approach with all the things that I do on the Procreate app, unless I'm literally taking like something like a realistic tattoo, um, you know, where you kind of screenshot something and fudge around the background and stuff like that a little bit. And I'll be doing one of those tattoos a little bit later today with Zeus. Um, maybe I'll take some progress pictures and post it up on Instagram or something like that. Let me do a live video. I think that'll be fun. Today will be interesting though. I um, ended up kind of getting booked out for two larger tattoos back to back today. So it's going to be a bit of a haul. I'm going to come into, um, into my inner guy, Atchison Totem. That man is a, can work. He can work. He can sit down and get some work done. And it was awesome to watch him do it. Uh, but today I'll definitely have to kind of like tap into the reserve. Stay focused. I wonder, like, if you guys have anything to say about that. Like, what's your approaches on on staying focused? Where do you go? Where do you what do you pull from whenever you realize that if you're getting a little tired and things like that? Like, are we stretching? Are we standing up and taking advantage of like break times and things like that? Are you eating well? What are some of the things that you guys go through? Well, first of all, how how quickly do you get tired? And then secondly. What are some ideas you can share with me? Because I'd like to know. I've been tattooing for about 25, 25 years now. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I like to uh, minimize the amount of time that I actually have to sit in the tattoo chair tattooing. Uh, I like to be thorough and efficient with the time that we are allotted. Whether that's due to budgetary or budget kind of things with the client or um, just time, time restrictions on their part, maybe even sometimes. Sometimes they'll come in. I had one client, <laughs> I had one client, a really good client, a really, really cool person, uh, come in and tell me that they had to be at a, um, what was it? It was like a, uh, a wedding shower, a bridal shower. And um, they were coming in to get this leg sleeve started. And I had everything all drawn out. And they're like, well, we got a couple of hours. We can get started. We can just do what we can after that. I was like, no, we're going to sit down. And I have everything drawn out already. We are going to sit down for as long as it takes to get this outline done. And that might be a lot more time than just a couple of hours. So that was a pretty interesting day. She was really understanding and cool about everything. But yeah, no, thank you. How do you guys feel about all that? You know what? I think I might do you know i bring some roots into this dude off the neck what do you guys think it needs something doesn't it because it looks just kind of meh right now we need something interesting happening down here and i'm wondering if i play around with some roots coming off of his neck ding dong I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, computer tech demons. 
got me <laughs> the tech the tech gremlins have come and attack today haven't they it's okay we've got king of the forest over here to protect <laughs> yeah that's right man i'm gonna Julius get rid of all <laughs> is what <laughs> in the comments that's a good one julius what julius cedar kyle Wilson. oh that's awesome that's awesome i <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> i think that kind of, if you ask me it does it really does doesn't it it's like it's perfect for it yeah. <laughs> julius cedar i like it mm -hmm. might have to use that one julius cedar that's awesome dude um yeah i don't know i mean i'm glad i put that on a different layer um we'll play around with that idea a little bit later we'll leave it there for now i like to kind of just have it have it all loose there i know i last night i did have it kind of twirling around this thing i didn't really like that flow i think i need some more weight to these guys though i think i need them to be a little bit more involved with the grass i think they need a little bit more girth and weight to them to be involved with the rest of this piece yeah it's a little bit better it looks like there's a layer here it's Let's move it all the way up there. There we go. There we go. Our cooking gosh. She. Julius Cedar. I like that. Man, it is windy as hell here. Did you guys get to uh, see the um, the eclipse last night? The lunar eclipse last night? Not really. No. No, I just saw a really gorgeous sunset. Um, leading into it and I woke up super early when it was dark but I didn't have any visibility oh that's a bummer dude yeah did you I didn't get a, a chance to catch it I saw the blood moon part of it and stuff like that and that was awesome you know what I mean I, I love it when I can catch a good blood moon but um mm -hmm. it'll be another one in three years I think is what it is right yep yep yeah it's a little bit better I think I'm liking it so far I can see can't get rid of some of this no I hate to say here. it but I gotta say it Got to vote go for today, it, everybody. Yep, yep. There you go. So, um, I came here first, obviously, but I'll make my trek over there. It's just uh, for me, voting is super simple. I live in a small little village. Mm -hmm. so there's never, um, you know, in a small little village like that, you don't want to go early in the morning. <laughs> no, definitely not. All the white hairs are up. Uh -huh. I think I'm starting to get there. I think I'm starting <laughs> okay. to get there. <laughs> I like it. But I, did I you vote it. at 8 a.m.? <laughs> I did not vote at 8 a.m. So you're good. Yeah. There, yeah, there's no doubt, right? Thank you for, for making that uh, clear for us, <laughs> for clearing that up. You've got yeah. really, uh, you've got youthful energy too. You know, oh. I'm not saying you're immature by any means, but your energy is definitely youthful. Well, or an aspect you. of it is. It's youthful and wise. It's like a clash, but it flows really well. That's awesome of you, man. Thank you, Lauren. You know what I'm, I mean? I do. I do. Um, I appreciate that very much, man. That's awesome of you to say that. Thank you. Sure. Man, it's so crazy to think about the amount of time that has passed from when I was, I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and they were seeing this picture. They saw a picture of themselves from a long time ago. It was like one of those Facebook memories and they're like looking at it and they're like, man, dude, if I would have known then what I know now, I wish I could like have gone back and talk to myself about all this stuff that i know now it's like what are you talking about man like, like well just 
just the things that I've gone through since then. I was like, well, two things. First of all, the one you in that picture would have looked at you now and been like, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? I don't mean to use such harsh language and stuff like that, but it's true. That's the truth. Like people, we, we always think we know what is right at the present moment. And it's good to be insightful and it's good to, to take some critique and things like that. Like that's the best way that we're going to learn anything. If, if I'm being honest with everybody, um, and I know that's, that's true for me. So it's, it's good to go through your day realizing that you don't, you don't know everything. You never, you never do. Like even science itself has always proven itself wrong. Like, well, remember that thing we told you about the dinosaurs or like evolution things like that? Yeah, we were wrong. Or space, you know what I mean? Uh, so that's something that we base factual everyday things on that we can all relate to. Uh, we buy into math, we buy into science, we buy into all these these evident things, is realistic that can be proven things. So if that alone is something that is teaching us that it's never truly genuinely 100% right. It's good for us to kind of take that and apply that to our life and stuff like that too. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, I, it was interesting to have that conversation with him because I think that's, that's where it kind of comes from. There's all these things about just knowing a little of this, a little of that. It's more just listening to people. I think listening to yourself in the process there's so many things I've learned from just shutting up and listening to people or an ex- and, and talking to them about their experience. Uh, most of the times what I've gathered from myself, uh, the perception that I've gotten out of it or the, the outcome that I've got from it is that we're all dealing with almost the same thing, just some different versions of it. It's always some funny kind of that you mentioned like gathering, you know, because, uh, you actually are gathering the things that you need, you know, but sometimes you forget that you're gathering with a purpose and you're not just out there and things come to you. You're attracting them subconsciously. Yep. That's true. Entirely. You're right. Subconsciously attracting them. It's like we're these antennas, right? It's like we're all like these. Those. Yeah. He's yeah, pulling like... his stuff in from the, from the sweet Lord. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> from the sky God. Yep. Yeah. You yeah, should man. have one of the clouds reaching down for Oh, that'd be awesome. Just like a hand coming down on it. We should totally do it. Or maybe it's pulling it up out of the ground. Maybe that's what's going on with this whole like drippy earth thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Like a carrot. Yanking that carrot up the ground, man. And he looks kind of like bummed out about it. He's like, meh, whatever. Do you talk to your drawings when you're alone? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some, yeah, sometimes I'm like, like what, what am I thinking here? <laughs> Is it time for coffee yet? <laughs> <laughs> Have I had my second cup or my first cup? I can't remember. I'm getting older in my three years. <laughs> Beans don't hit like they used to. Yeah, exactly, dude. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> they just aren't making them like they used to. What did um, other people do? Oh, in the group. Oh, there's some really creative things going on. There was a, there was some skulls at the base of some of the trees and things like that, which is always awesome. I mean, skulls are awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some really cool things going on with discussion about like um, placement, how to kind of use uh, 
uh, negative space and stuff like that to kind of see the overall design, how it's going to fit, if it's going to flow well with the arm and things like that. But image-wise, there's a lot of really cool things going on with like um, some of the some of the backgrounds that are incorporated into the roots and things like that, and um, some of the uh, the the leaf work itself. Like the uh, the problem I think a lot of us have when we have like tattoos of trees or paintings of trees is do you paint each and every single little leaf? You know what I mean? Like that we're so like used to seeing all these leaves and trees and things like that, but it's impossible. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to work out well. So like, it was pretty cool to see some different approaches stylistically, like style wise, as far as how to um, tackle that problem and keep it as a strong composition for a tattoo. So that was one of the coolest parts, I think. Um, so that was pretty fun to see. And if you guys that are listening right now, whether it's on the podcast or like you're watching on YouTube and stuff like that, if it's now or in the future time that you're watching it or in your present, um, it's always good to try and jump into some of these classes, especially the, the Monday night classes. There's so much information that is being shared with everybody. And I, I love it. That's, so that's some of the things that we were going over last night. And it was really cool to get um, the honest critiques from people too, you know? And it wasn't just the leader of the group either. It was like a lot of us were chiming in and kind of sharing our ideas and stuff like that too. So it was a real lot of fun. Um, I'll chime in here really quick because obviously we work um, on the back end with a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. But if you are interested, reinventingthetattoo.com, not only do you have there's different things. You could do those exercises weekly, or you could do the Canon. Uh, you could do replays. There's all sorts of stuff and ways to get involved because there's so many different time issues with people and everybody wants to be involved differently, but I'm pretty impressed with the, that type of momentum that you guys have kept every Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's so cool to be able to sit down, have kind of like the way it would be in, in your everyday tattoo shop life you know what i mean you have we're given so much reference and stuff like that you know what i mean and it's really fun to be able to cut free and you're encouraged to kind of like use your own style your own approach and things like that too where whereas when it's set with a client we're given these certain parameters sometimes so many times you know because you're you're doing a tattoo on a person and they want it to look a specific way or something like that or there's only so much money that they can get involved with or whatever the circumstances are that might, might cut your creativity like a little short. It's really fun to be in there because you're given almost the same presentation that you would be approached by a, a client walking out the street or, or referral or something like that. Most of the time, I guess, I, I guess with referrals, it's kind of like one of those things where somebody saw your artwork and they saw a tattoo and they want you to just kind of cut free with it. But like a lot of walk-in clientele, they'll only give you certain parameters. You're only allowed to work with certain parameters, but. It's a lot of fun to uh, explore your own style, explore your own voice, and then be able to have the constructive criticism that comes along with it. Um, and then the, you know, the voice of the peers that you're around, that you're surrounded by in the, in the Zoom class is even better. Sometimes, um, you know, like when you, uh, I forget what it said exactly. I was at the gym and I saw something on the wall and I was like, if you never push to the edge, you're never going to know where that line is. Yep. Kind of like that same concept you know? Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Exploration is a way of pushing the edges or expanding your boundaries. Yep. That's so cool, dude. And so true too. If you don't quote unquote fail, you'll never know 
when you're succeeding, right? I hate that word failure anyway. I don't think it's right. I think it's exploring. It should be called exploring. Well, you explored that venue. It didn't work out quite as well as you thought it did, so now reassess it. Reassess it, approach it with a different outlook. And how many times has it been? It's so crazy for me, I know for sure. Uh, there's been so many times where I just kind of have to change my my approach to it or change the outlook that I might have on it or how badly something is affecting me and what it actually takes to switch that over is just a mindset, you know? It's like drawing. You sit down. I mean, artists, mostly of the time, I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly dissecting things, constantly dissecting my surroundings as far as the composition that I might see in something or like the way skin tone is in a certain light or just like body structure. I'm, I'm, I'm really infatuated with like form of body and the way, it, the way it works. I think it's so unique. We're all mostly the same as far as like the structure of our body and stuff like that, but we all move in such different ways and it's interesting to me. Uh, and a lot of that's just based off of repetition from your surroundings as a child, indoctrination almost. Uh, and you become familiar, so familiar with it that you might find these similarities with the way that you walk like your parents or you walk like your dad or your mom. That's so trippy to me. Or even stances, like I, I have a friend of mine that's him and his brother and his dad, they all stand the exact same way. It's so crazy to see. And it's completely unintentional too. But where was I going with that? I don't even know where I was going with that. Knowing the human form? Yeah, the human form. It's just mostly paying attention. And I, I think we're talking about, um, I was talking about the... Uh, just recognizing what could be considered failure as it's just a mindset, you know what I mean? Uh, and I think we all, we all get kind of caught up in that idea of we're not wanting to fail that we're so afraid to even attempt it. Like you were talking about with the gym. I think um, Hunter, Hunter has Maybe it's that you're afraid of the crossing the line or something, but how are you supposed to know where the line is? That's exactly what I was going to say. Hunter S. Thompson has a quote about that. He's like the razor's edge. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny like, you bring uh, up Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, why is that? Because that's who, like, uh, you, I don't know if you remember last year, Shanghai Kate was on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, I never, I just, okay. Oh, okay. my gosh. I was so, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. But you want to hear what she told me? I'm pulling up the message. Yeah. She goes, I'm skipping through some. Okay. She goes, I loved your last question about what I thought it was that has driven me to seek what lives beyond the horizon. I think about it all the time. I guess Hunter S. Thompson summed it up best when he said he didn't want to arrive at the pearly gates pristine and peaceful, but rather stormed through them in a cloud of blazing bullets, a cloud of smoke shouting, man, that was one hell of a ride. That's exactly She that. also says, for anyone watching, this is super endearing. Listen, I guess. Okay. I believe that life is to be lived as fully as one can. So that has been my practice. I want to know I've lived scars and all. And as I've said, I've been extremely lucky. One can begin this at any time. No need to delay. Be happy today. In whatever way you can stretch out and taste the freedom. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's so but, awesome. That's cool. I was, I've been thinking about that recently because a friend of mine and I have been talking about that message. But it's cool that you bring up Andres Thompson. I love that guy's writing. 
Um, you know what I mean? Of course, that the movie with Johnny Depp in it portraying him is so, so awesome. I know Bill Murray does one called The Great White Buffalo. If you guys get a chance to check oh, that yeah. one out too. That one's like a really good one too. Um, man, it's so cool though, dude. I, I agree with that completely. Like it it takes it's so strange. I've been through a lot of I've been to a lot of like um biker fests, you know what I mean? Um I was fortunate enough to own and I will own again eventually uh, a, a touring bike and I was able to be in a position in my life at the time where I was able to take three weeks off of work and just be on the back of a bike that entire time. And it was so awesome. Um, meeting people in every state. I'm sorry if I was mumbling, I had my hand over my mouth. Okay. Um, uh, meeting people along the way. One of the coolest parts that I found was just pulling up to gas stations and asking people, Hey, what's a good spot to eat? Where's a good spot to visit? Well, here's your area. You know what I mean? Like that's the best thing ever. But it was so cool to be able to be at these biker fests and stuff like that. And just these older, this older people are just getting crazy with it, quote unquote crazy with it. You know what I mean? Like balls of the wall doing whatever they wanted to. It's like you talk to them and they're the first ones to tell you, I wish, I wish I would have done this at a younger age. You know what I mean? I wish I would have just lived my life however the hell I wanted to at a younger age. But then it goes back to that, that um, conversation we were having a little bit ago, which is, you don't realize it at the moment, you know what I mean? But if, if we're sitting here right now, we're talking to each other about this and you guys are listening now is that moment, you know, we're always waiting for this pristine opportune thing to smack you in the face and stuff like that. But it does it every day, every day we are reminded, but we just don't pay attention to it because we've become so desensitized to living. I think that we don't pay attention to these things that are just happening around us all the time. All these, all, all these things, negative positive it's all an opportunity you know and it's it's an incredible thing to experience um this life this this chance that we have to enjoy this all of it the painful things the hard things the sad things the happy things it has to be we hey what's up i uh good morning Good morning, Ricardo. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Thanks well, for joining. Great if I could get my camera to function. Uh, nice Come. to be here. Yeah. That's oh, the story of my life. Is my camera working? Yeah, right? Make sure yeah. it's sideways. <laughs> I got to get shirts for us to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a good re- one. That would be a great shirt. We should record Gabe saying it and just play it at the beginning of all of the all of the, the streams or we could uh pull all the times he said it <laughs> yeah like a magical compilation. <laughs> that would be awesome yeah. dude. sure he'd be appreciative of that i uh i am at a loss right here right now for some reason well uh what's going on i have no idea it just will not it crashed about three times when I tried to uh, get on with you guys, and then finally, when it took, now I'm, I'm like, there's no camera. Is it through your phone or something like that, or? Yeah, it's. I got. Yes. Um, I don't know. It, it it kept telling me there was um something about the host issues. So. Yeah. Well, we were just talking. Uh, Ricardo's been working on this uh thing that was an assignment from last night. That is uh, Julius Cedar. Julius Cedar. 
We were just talking about oh that. Oh my and, um, gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your camera is working just fine though. My camera is? Yeah, it's working just fine. You just uh, have to turn it sideways. Well, I cannot see you guys whatsoever. No, he's, screen, he's screen sharing. But oh, got you. Got you. But anyway, I will drop the link to the YouTube so you can see. Yes, what please. It looks like. I can exit the screen sharing mode too. But. All right, let me drop that in. What are you working on, Wit? Yeah. Oh, she accidentally cut out. But yeah, that's a. I it's coming along in the last like you know forty five minutes. Yeah. We're getting there. I think I'm starting to feel a little bit more comfortable with where it's going. I think I might go through. Uh, tie down these layers and stuff like that. And I think I'm going to elongate the neck a little bit more too. Um, I already did that earlier, earlier, but I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do it again. Um, the only problem is that I'm running into with that idea is that I'm going to have to mess around with the length of this little rock planetoid thing down at the bottom, because it's got to be uh, long enough to be able to fit comfortably on, on, uh, I think I'm just going to go with like a half sleeve kind of motif and kind of go through and start capping off some of these branches that'll be towards the top of the shoulder uh, and kind of follow like this contour of a rounded shape of the shoulder. Um, But that'll be kind of like the top of the shoulder here. This will be the front front arm. And of course this will be the back. Just kind of follow it down a little bit. So I'm gonna have to make this a little bit larger. the viewable part would be right about here and then have to slide it over to the right. But I think that's what I'm gonna do. So I'm definitely gonna go through and minimize that little asteroid thing down there at the bottom. I do wanna kind of make it look like it's floating in space. I think I might do something with some kind of cosmic thing in the background, man. <laughs> Maybe do some other little floating heads out there or something like that, you know what I mean? Establish some depths that way too. Mm-hmm. There was a movie with Robin Williams a long time ago. I can never remember the name of it, but he was like the king of the moon or something like that. Did you ever see it? And his, uh, head, there... his, his head would come off his body and it would float around. Jeez, I don't know if that was something that I used to watch at my grandma's or if that was one where there was like toys in it. So I don't I know remember... if I'm remembering what you're talking about. Oh man, dude. I have to look it up. But Maybe if somebody in the YouTube land just types in Robin Williams' floating head movie, <laughs> see what happens. All right, so I am going to tie these down together, I think. Let's just say screw it and tie it down. Uh, I'm also... Floating head look, movie, I see it right now. The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Von Munchausen, that's it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If you guys get a chance, check it out. It is awesome. It's one of those culty kind of clicks, you know what I mean? Merge it all down. Why not? Let's go for it. Screw it. Let's see what we can do with this though. Um, Jason always gives me a bunch of grief. He's like, how many layers do you have? I'm like, like one or two. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> but I like to paint messy. I like to draw messy. I love how sometimes you can sit back and look 
at some of the unintentional strokes that are created by just this messy moving around things that might create some depth or sh shapes that just want to be born into the image without you even trying to do it. Unintentional kind of things. My favorite. But it also teaches me later to look for them, to kind of be able to create them. I'm going to erase some of this in here too. Some more contrast for that root, root things that'll be falling down. There's some highlights. Let's see if we can't do something with that. It's distorted a little bit too. Yeah. Oh. That's another fun part about this app and this this uh, technology is the ability to be able to not have to start completely all over and just play around with it. Man, heck, let's you know what we'll do. Let's feel like Bob Ross there for a second. Oh heck, you know what we'll do. And duplicate that layer right there. That looks cool, Ricardo. Thank you very much. I'm glad you think so. I was starting to have my doubts about it. That's uh, when I usually have to step away for a minute when like you get so in it, you feel like you should abandon it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was telling Lauren earlier is that like I wanted to like just get rid of it last night. It was so funny. I like that. I think it's a little too heavy based. It's, I'm going to play with the warp tool or the distort tool. But thank you very yeah, much. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's way cool, actually. Oh, that's going to be great. Well, thank you. I think that I, I get the feeling like that um, when I am too much using the tablet. When I'm more hand to canvas, I feel more connected with what I'm doing. So, yes. um, like no matter how much I want to get all up in the electronics and even how much I do I still never feel satisfied with what I'm mm. doing until I've actually done it handy canvas it's a it's a must do I mean I agree with you completely there's something about being able to feel like the, just feel the texture of the paper and stuff like that right and like yeah the way the pencil grabs it and stuff like that. And it just kind of, you can control that, you know, um, yeah. I do have, yeah, you know, I agree with you completely. I agree with you completely. I like that, that approach. I think it gives a whole nother meaning to the word disconnect. Um, and because, well, when you have the ability to be able to double tap a screen yeah, in my, in my brain of brains, I feel like there's a third party getting to erase that for me as opposed to, obviously physically erasing it like and there's a there's a there's a frustration and a gratification of error like uh -huh. you get all pissed off and rip it up and be done and start over again uh -huh. at least yeah. you feel like you've done something <laughs> whether yeah. it was right or wrong <laughs> as opposed to sitting in a chair and like three and double tap all day long yeah for I sure <laughs> I, I'll, I'll one up your your uh double tap here have you found yourself wanting to to like tap to zoom in on some of the tattoos <laughs> you're doing um actually yeah uh and two with the uh addition of um the the little stand that connects uh to, to, to uh for your tablet um 
have you got in the not sure which one yeah we're not sure which one to touch or reach out and go to dip your machine uh yes. for ink and and have your fingers extended <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> like exactly this. yeah it's wild yeah. isn't it man like that's yeah. when i realized that i've been using it too much like <laughs> you know yeah i will say my defense though and then and, and um, i don't know most people's defense like once i met jason he taught me a lot about the procreate app and stuff like that you know what i mean so it was pretty awesome especially when him and i were involved with like editing and, and doing some stuff back behind the scenes for the reinventing stuff and like uh, you know, going through an editing video is it's a pretty time involved thing and you have to watch yeah. the same thing over and over so many times, you know, so it kind of becomes emblazoned in your brain. So I was able to pick up on a lot of tips and tricks that way with the Procreate app. But beforehand, though, it was definitely a YouTube special. You know what I mean? Right. Like how to, how to's and stuff like that. So I will say as much as I don't as much as I do appreciate and love going back to analogous, what they've, I've heard it called now is like just regular drawing. You know, um, I will say like with that time invested, I'm glad that I did because I can, I can at least say that I can comfortably use the iPad, you know what I mean? But I agree with you. Yeah, man. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, I do feel a little bit more comfortable because of all that uh, troubleshoot and error, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah for sure. And you're For right sure, about man. that. Jason is quick with the pad and in, in, in the speech for the most part, like obviously I sit here and stutter around because my brain's caught between three different things right now. As, as artists, we multi quadruple task, like nobody's business, but Jason, yeah. he is on it, man. He, uh, he wakes up full speed oh, and yeah. um, I applaud him for that. Like, full speed with one thing in mind as opposed to most of us artists with like full speed and 50 things on our minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He definitely invests some time and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's awesome. And he also has like a, a background with technology and stuff like that, which is um, fruitful for like what he's doing now, as far as the tech part of the, the tattooing industry, the industry, the tattooing industry with the tech that we use now. Right. But like, um, still it's it's pretty awesome to he has definitely shown me a lot and he's taught me a lot about it too so i agree with you he definitely goes full board man it's awesome yeah i wish i i lived uh closer in the proximity of of him in that way we didn't get to speak too much um at the west virginia convention but um we uh we did a little bit um mm -hmm. and uh, i didn't know that he had a technical background at all I wasn't yep. aware of that. Yep. Yeah. Ask him about it sometime. It's pretty interesting I will, stuff. for sure. Yeah. It's I, pretty interesting. I know that um, when he works a lot, he, he works quick and, and talks about what he's doing. But I seen the other day in a clip that he was using some sort of um, brush pen that I meant to ask him about that he was just like going to town with that thing. And it looked like it was a, from, a, from a computer printer on the paper when he was done. So I'm interested to find out what supplies he uses sometimes oh huh. that's awesome you know i've heard a lot about that, those kinds of things like the zbrush and stuff like that is that what you, you're, you're referring to or what do you mean or like yeah that? he had a um like a, a a long extended um like a, a felt tip pen uh with the additional long hairs on the tip and he was dipping it in a in a tattooing tray from like i think tutus or oh, something and uh okay. when he brought it down on 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 his design um i it looked like it just come off the printer 
and it was just oh, like wow. so clean. And yeah, we all use a lot of products that are like each of us think that that's the best thing possible to use. But like from the video standpoint, like um, coming through on the screen, it was like, wow, that looked like it just come off the printer. So I was, I was hoping to get to him in time the other day to, uh, to ask him about that. But um, my, the server kept crashing. So I never oh, got on to ask him. I know it's uh, the thing. I think it's on my end because I, you know, I'm from Ohio, and not like Derbs, Ohio, and Columbus, where like people move around. I'm from a from a little bit further away down than that. So <laughs> things stroll a little slower here. Oh yeah, including internet. Well, you're from a one horse town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one and a half horse town, but close okay. enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. It's like if you can yeah. look down the street and not see any. Not any stoplights, but a whole ton of stop signs. Right. Then that's you're in a small town, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, that's cool, that's man. Sure. Like that's the way it is here in Illinois for us too. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of like little small surrounding towns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's pretty wild. Um, like when I first moved here, I definitely noticed that. What was up? What's up? I've been. I, there's a delay. Sorry. Um, okay. I've been to Illinois once years ago. I came to Illinois. Um, I, I, we were there to see a friend. We went to see Tool. Oh, nice. Puddle of Mud and, and downtown Illinois. Yeah, man. It was a great show. It was crazy, but it was a great show. What, uh, what town was it? Was it in Chicago? Yeah, it was actually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I had to think about that. Like, we did a lot of stuff when I was there. But yeah, and I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> I got lost on the, the subway. Oh, God. It was, it was something. It was something. It was a yeah, great show. Uh, lack of words for the trip. Like I was, I was, I needed some rest when I got home. Put it that way. <laughs> some would say, "What a strange trip you had, huh?" Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh-huh. That's awesome, man. Especially <laughs> I, for tool shows. Like I definitely get where you're coming from with that. Oh, I mean, and I was with a chick. Like, uh, I'm not gonna say her name because she'll be like, she'll be floored, but. <laughs> she weighed all of a you know a buck five soaking wet and she was down in that mosh pit with some people and oh she was tore up i was like are you crazy there's yeah. like you know, 250 pound bikers in there's body slamming each other and here she is bouncing around like a bunny i'm like oh god stressed out <laughs> it's a good show <laughs> it's a good show you just gotta go uh, with it man you gotta be like water like Christy said, hey man right? <laughs> Yeah, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like water in those mo- in those mosh pits. It was funny fucking rolling around. Dude. Yeah, it was funny to see the look on a fellow's face after he seen that he like cross checked her, and then he was the chick. He was like, oh, oh no, she just get right up in there. She didn't care. And that's awesome. But good show though. Um, I like the people in Chicago, man. They're uh, I I have to say they're along the lines of people from uh, New York and Bostonians. Like they're not rude. They're not nice they're not they're just matter of fact people and they say it straight and yep. i like that yep i would say that for sure i agree with that completely i agree I with like that completely the, um, the black or white like when there's gray gray is a fuzzy area i don't, I don't like gray I, there shouldn't be room for gray that leaves too many questions so i like black or white just say it and get her done right yeah it's that you realize that like the little amount of time that you have to deal with bullshit like let's just fucking do it dude yep it makes it less complicated and it makes it a little easier for everybody to get along that way too i think 
uh, unless you're some person that just takes offense to truth. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, what that's like half the world right now, Cardo. Like, totally. you can't say anything anymore. It's like. <sighs> yep. I feel you there, girl. Believe me, man. I totally get it. It's um, it's a pretty incredible thing, but it's cool though. You know what I mean? Like, I like I like the fact that I can wear the shirts that I want to wear to work. I don't usually wear things with insignias and stuff on it anyway. But like, you know, I dress how I want to dress. We introduce people to new music at the shop and stuff like that all the time. So that's that's always pretty cool too. Yeah, I mean, I feel that you know back in the day when you walked into a shop um it was the 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 stigma of you know really dark and it's going to be like crazy rock music and uh, everybody's weird and all this and it take, took on a, a persona like people assumed that was going to be and still people still assume it's going to be and now more so when you walk in a, a, a more quality shop you're getting the feel of that individual artist that owns the place, if they're present, their personality, their, what kind of person they are. Um, and I think that's how shops should uh, set their situation up more is so it gives off the feel of that individual artist, not trying to decor your shop or give off the feeling of the, you know, what a shop should be like or used to be like. Right. So introducing people to things or music that they don't usually hear or styles in which they don't usually see that's what we're supposed to do anyway is 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 give that doorway to people so they can see different people yeah. in their everyday walk of life don't run around listening to different music and snap they hit the same playlists they drive yeah. the same street to work every day mm-hmm. they wear the same damn clothes yeah. same damn jewelry yeah. and it's so bath water mundane it's crazy i like but, that term bath water it's pretty good it is man it's like well everybody's scared of something different but um different is exactly how you evolve if you if you don't if you don't evolve you just sit in your kick you're staying in one place if you don't evolve by the people that are hey that's a good one yeah (laughs) that Mm -hmm. one that one's happening that's a good t-shirt lauren right there man Sure. Yeah, I agree with you completely, man. It's it's cool. Um, it's always fun to uh, be able to talk to people about different concepts. Like I can't tell you how many times I've tattooed people, and it's unfortunate that they they tell me this, but they're like, "Man, I hate my job, dude. I hate it." You know what I mean? It's like only only twenty more years. I'm like, oof. That sounds like a prison prison sentence, dude. Like when you say it like that, man, it just sounds like you're just what are you doing with your life, dude? Like you're working to retire. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty, pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. don't, but don't, don't get me wrong. Like the, the benefits that they get, dude, it's, it's amazing. But there's like, you can't, you can't trade. Time is so invaluable. You know what I mean? It, it's so priceless. You know what I mean? And it's, it's incredible that we forget that that's what it is that you're doing. You're not really making that money. You know what I mean? You're, you're paying bills because it's the reality of our, of, of our world that we exist in. But like, man, you're just trading your time for like this retirement plan. Dude. It kind of is a bummer. You know what I mean? But the older I get, yeah. there, the, the more I can see like some of the benefit of it. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, no, thank you, man. Let's just live balls of the wall and see what happens. No dude. Well, well, like Lauren said, um, uh that uh shanghai kate like uh her message to lauren was just awesome actually she said um 
you know, I want to bust through the gates, man. Like mm-hmm. it, that had done something. She felt like she had done something like why for all, this is what I don't get. Actually, you hit a very good point for all the trials and tribulations that we go through the everyday of like, Oh shit, I went to get in the car and now I'm going to be late. Cause I got to stop, put air in the tire because the tire is going flat and you get to work and then there's an asshole and then blah, blah, blah. All the issues yeah. that we all have. Why would you want to bust your ass and go through all that shit your whole life just to retire and be like, like Ricky Bobby, man. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. You just yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, now what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, now what? I don't yep. want to be like, now what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'd rather just, you know, still be like, now what's going to walk through the door next? What's going to happen tomorrow? Like, I'd rather do that to the very end than be like, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. I don't. Yeah, I get the whole retirement thing. But all that is, is um, stereotypical human stuff. Like, that's yep. what we're supposed to do. Yep. Bathwater. Like, yeah, like, uh, well, I think that's what. Half of the reason why tattooing is what it is, right? Is we do what we're, well, we don't want to do what we're supposed to do. (laughs) We want to do something different, you know? I mean, that's why we're the club we are. We're the fun club. They got it, man. There's a reason that people keep coming back, right? And they're like, I love hanging out at the shop, man. It's just hanging out here. It's so great. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty wild. I love to hear that, man. That's why it's so like everything you did was for something, at least. it made someone else it made someone else's day or that like that crazy shirt you were wearing or that cool piece of artwork at the shop that your artist buddy sent you um mm-hmm. made somebody's day like yeah i agree with you completely man it's so radical i'm i'm appreciative of it for sure and uh i always try to like you know the, i always try to make everybody that walks in through the door comfortable too you know what i mean like talk to them the way i would everybody else you know what i mean the way i would my children yeah. the way i would my family it's like it's, there's no difference it's like i think that that's alongside with um you know what you're saying with the tattoo shops that are trying to kind of give the same catered feel that every other tattoo shop gives you but the best thing you can do is give your personality i think it's true for uh, okay. presentation too you know what i mean like i think there's there's a there's a definite feel that people sense whenever they come in and they meet somebody and it's like oh, is this genuine dude like are you really like yeah this? right you know what I mean? and then other times it's like yeah dude still feel totally comfortable man this is just this dude you know this is just this person you know what i mean like it's it, you can definitely sense it you know and so it's always beneficial to just be the person you are all the time <laughs> oh 100 like um it, it, I I do think it's funny how it does blow people's mind that uh, you will, I guess the question is, if you get to do this every day, you get your yeah. people that think that you sit in color with crayons all day long. Right. <laughs> and you get the people that are like really, truly put thought into it and are envious of the fact that you get to do what you enjoy every day as a job because it's not a job really to us. It's kind of like, you know, way life type thing. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly it, isn't it? That's exactly it. it like I, I, I remember hearing a, a friend of mine. He's a really just man. Uh, let's just say he's a builder because I don't want to call anybody out, right? Let's just say that he's a builder. Uh, he's very, very talented at it. He takes him. He takes these building these builds that he does, and he takes them to shows, and he's been winning awards and stuff for them. When it's like, it, cool. He just yeah, you know, like it's so radical, man, and like. Uh, it was unfortunate because I heard a coworker or another person that they knew 
mentioned, like, you know, you don't want to give up your day job, dude. Like you don't want to give up your day job. You have too much that risk and stuff like that. It's like, you're, you're at the time we were like in our thirties, I think I was like 33 or 34. And he's like, it's too late to like, just start all over and do something else. And I just remember thinking, I was like, man, that's, that's crazy, dude. Like, what do you mean you're too old? Like, you're just getting started, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's never too late to just, just start something over. You know what I mean? Especially with like a new insight. Like if, if you're just bummed out about what you're doing all the time and it's not giving you any joy, it's definitely time to start over, you know? For sure. Like, I don't think it's ever too late to get your shit together. Like, and, no. and that's a subjective statement. Like your shit together is subjective to each person, whether that be because your shit wasn't together or what you were doing for <laughs> a living you felt wasn't together or you weren't happy or, I mean, that's your shit together. So I don't think it's ever too late to do that. You can no. start anytime. Like, because um, yep. I don't think that, well, who doesn't want to be happy when 10 minutes ago they weren't? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> isn't that yeah. the t- reason you change like the food you eat? Well, you take a bite of that, you don't like it, so you pick up something else. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it, it really is that simple, isn't it? It's like no, it I don't is like the simple. taste of that. Why? What do you want me to keep eating? That? It's like Brussels sprouts. You know what I mean? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I want to keep eating Brussels sprouts. Like, I know for me, like I'm I'm in the gym and stuff like that, and like, I watch what I eat and everything like that. But there's some foods that they recommend and diets and things like that. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just no, just not gonna do it. Right. Well, it's really good for you, man. It's really good for the gains. Whoa. I'm like, yeah, well, it tastes like shit, so I'm not going to eat it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it tastes like shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, something that gave me a big bulk and muscles, and I still wanted to puke when I ate it. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to mm-hmm. eat that. Mm-hmm. But what is that food for you, Ricardo, that like uh, when you were a kid, you're like, nah, I ain't eating that, or slipped it under the table to the dog when mom wasn't looking or something, but now you eat it? What is yeah, that for you? You know, that would definitely be like green beans and stuff like that, you know, green beans and like uh, asparagus and stuff like that. Like I love asparagus is the tits. Oh my yeah, God. It's I so love good. asparagus, dude. I it's do so too. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it it's is. like, I never thought that I would like it, but it's so, I just, I actually crave it sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want some damn asparagus. Dude. It's yeah. gotta be like really like straight up cooked right. Do you like it? Do you like it steamed or do you like it? Um, Like my one friend. Excuse me. She used to. I'm like, just put it in like a a dry hot pan and like Mm -hmm. spray splash it with that cooking spray and like simmer up both sides. And then I'd be like crunching all like a carrot. I'm like, listen, this isn't supposed to be asparagus. It's supposed (laughs) to be like melt in your mouth, like butter type stuff. I like it both ways, really. Like what I do in the summertime is I like I throw it on the grill and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So that makes it kind of soft and charred and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But. I definitely like, I definitely like it, um, you know, both ways. I like it crunchy. It just depends on like what else I'm eating with it. You know, like if I'm eating fish or something like that with it, then I want it crunchy because the fish has already got that consistency. You know what I mean? So for sure. I get you um, on that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have some yeah, variety. I do like stuff on the grill like that. Like, God, that's what I, I, I miss about living in Florida. Like um, the, the, the quick kind of, I guess not really quick dinners, but the outside dinners of, you know, the big, huge piece of foil with like, uh, uh the asparagus in it and a uh, cauliflower like i eat that as an adult too but i love cauliflower with and i didn't as a kid and um like you know uh cut some uh corn on the cob in half and and throw that in a piece of foil with garlic and some herbs and spices and then wrap that up and throw that at the grill like that is so good together like that mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you completely 
Yeah, they make baskets and stuff like that that you can throw on the grill yeah, now baskets. too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's the jam, isn't it? It is the jam, dude, and it's like um, the perfect lightweight meal. Like when you live in the north, I feel definitely the whole term meat and potatoes is no joke. Everything yeah. is so lots of and thickly made. It feels like you ate an entire truck after you've yeah. eaten because it's so heavy with all that shit. Yeah. Yep, it's like the it's like well, like you know, in the Midwest and stuff like that, where you're at, like I'm at, stuff like that. Like, do you hear the term supper quite a bit? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you hear supper and stuff like that, right? But like, if you think about the the origins of that word, it's like at one point in time in the Midwest, there were so many people farming that they were up as soon as the sun came up, you're up and you're out. You know what I mean? And like the the meals that we eat and stuff like that, a lot of around here are designed around that premise of like, you're going to be working all day, dude. So like you eat biscuits and gravy in the morning because that shit sits with you all day. You know what I mean? Like You're right, Ricardo. That is, I just, I'm, I never even realized that that yeah, because people say that, well, you sure you don't want to eat breakfast? You're going to be working like all day long. You don't know when yeah. you're going to catch lunch. Or, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's designed all around that hard work all day long. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that for some reason. Yeah, and so then you go with the term supper, which we hear a lot of and stuff like that. So like they're, they're you're working so long throughout the day that you do. You eat breakfast, you eat lunch, you eat dinner, and then before you go to bed, you're eating supper. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, dude. <laughs> yeah you know what I mean so that's exactly where it comes from so it's pretty wild to think about that and like I don't know about you but my my life outside of the gym it's not exactly like labor intensive you know what I mean so like, right. that's part of the reason that I enjoy the gym is because I do get that that um which I think we're all supposed to be I think every human is supposed to be active you know what I mean we're supposed to do something it's like different breeds of, of dogs, for example, you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to associate people with dogs by any means. I'm just saying like, are you sure, an, Ricardo? Are you I'm sure? Positive. You want to rethink just, that statement? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just to put it out yeah. there, just so everybody knows, I'm not trying to do that, man. But like everybody wants, y'all, want, it's instinctive in us, I think, to have like a, a drive work, you know what I mean? And like, Sure. I think we're fight or we fight it quite a bit. And honestly, I, I know that there's some medical issues that kind of can um, be conducive to what I'm about to say, but like, um, or, or anti or opposite of what I'm going to say, but like, it's, um, you know, it, it's, man, I think that's a lot of times people get like bummed out and sad and stuff like that because you're not, you shouldn't, you're not as active as you should be. You know what I mean? Like it's in our nature to go right. take a walk and stuff or like be out in the woods and stuff like that or be around being in the old around the ocean around you know sea trees and stuff like that you know what i mean like oh, you, know, you say the word day. ocean and it makes me want to like oh, i miss the ocean so bad like yeah um, that that yeah like the fact that you can go 10 minutes to the ocean some people can because they live by it and the fact that i can't yeah. kills me when people won't go get active it's like really like yeah, yeah. Uh, how can you not when you have something so amazing that you're right by but when I had heck, when I had my shops in Florida, I had to have them on the beach because I knew that I would never have time to get to the beach or be active like that if I didn't mm-hmm. because of work. So I totally get what you're saying. I think people make ex- the, the, it's just an excuse on why they don't get active. Like, a lot of times it excuse. feels like it. Yeah, a lot of times it feels like it is, man. And uh, sure. sometimes it could be because like you're living that area, and you're 
born there and you don't like realize the full potential of it. You know what I mean? So that's true. It, I yeah. mean, obviously, if you live by Disney, it's not as cool yeah. as, as if you've never been there before. But yeah, totally. Yeah. Hang on one second. Okay, I'll be, I gotta grab my charger from my iPad. Hold on one second. Sure. All right, back in business. Let's see what time we got here. All right, I got a couple more minutes in us, and I think I'm going to call it because I have a, an appointment that'll be coming in a little bit later today. I don't know if you heard, but I, I got booked up today pretty big. I have two big appointments coming in today, so I'm like trying to rally. I'm getting ready to rally. And oh, some, yep, gonna go get some coffee and stuff like that. And don't forget supper. Don't forget the supper. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget your Cardo, supper. Cardo, eat your supper. You're going to be working hard today. <laughs> Tell me about it, dude. Yeah. You're going to be working hard. You're going to be on that for a little while. You better get that supper in there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's I funny. do enjoy it, though. It's, it's, it's awesome to hear it. I haven't heard it for a long time, and I'm dating this person that uses the term supper quite a bit, and it's always like, yeah, all right. Definitely. Yeah. I like to eat. I like to eat, too. You know what I mean? I'll eat, like, eat, eat, eat all day. So um, like in my family, it's almost like, um, well, oh, I made this. So if you don't eat, then, well, that's like a slap in the face. Because like, oh, yeah. you know, the older yep. people in your family, you know, they'll spend all day long on that dinner, on that supper, waiting mm -hmm. for you to come over at six. They've been cooking since 5 a.m. <laughs> yep. You got it, man. Yeah. And if you don't yeah, eat it, sure. it's like, what's wrong with yep. you? You sick? <laughs> yeah. Here, Are take you this entire bag home with you full uh -huh. of more supper. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm the person that goes, can I have thirds, please? <laughs> I'll take thirds, please. I want thirds. <laughs> um, so what are you going to do with that uh, piece you're working on there, Ricardo? Are you going to make a print of that when you're done? I might. I might do that. Um, I don't know. Right now, it's just pretty much for the uh, the Monday night drawing class. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, you that looks a, a little Paul Rogers, doesn't it? Like right now, I just looked up at that and yeah. realized that that looks like Paul Rogers. <laughs> okay. Okay, there you That's go. Great. You see it, right? Uh huh. I was channeling. Oh, you can't them. unsee it. Yeah, right. No, That's no, really I'm actually cool, gonna see it. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're working. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like that. When I get further along with my flapper Medusa, um, uh -huh. I'm hoping to make a print out of it. We'll see where she goes. I started me, uh, a long time ago, and let me take myself off the shared screen so we can check it out and see what you got going on. Sure. Okay. There you are. I don't even know how to do. Can I, what do I do? Like put my phone? Yep. I do, don't I? Can I do that? Yeah, there should be like a little uh, arrow, circle arrow thing. We flip. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I started a long time ago. Put her back up, and then brought her back out. I've messed around and flipped her around, and we'll, uh, we'll see where she goes. But yeah. yeah, I like it. Keep it going. Cool, do you? Yeah, man. I can't I'm wait to see so what you do. I'm not so worried about the ankle of her jaw and stuff right there, but like, uh, I feel real good. We'll see where it goes. 
Thank you, you. Using, I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Are you using any reference for the face? Or are you just kind of drawing it up? I'm actually, I actually am. Um, I, uh, it's actually in the design room right now. Um, I, I kind of abandoned it once I, um, once I, uh, I got, you know, the shape of it going there. Uh, I didn't really enjoy her, her eyes. So my own eyes are in there and, um, her mouth was closed and I felt that it needed a more aggressive, fa- uh, mouth on it. So I opened her mouth a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, I think, I think those kind of things are once you, uh, get the directive in which uh the design is going then you can critique those things in the end for me anyway it's not my everyday to do um uh portraits or humans for that matter if i do it's new school style you know over dramatized size and and shapes and colors but for the most part um i do love my ornamental when i first got started i uh, did a lot of ornamental so um the flowers and the headpiece and the earrings and stuff like that I'll get more elaborate with as I sum it up in the end, you know, right, but cool. yeah. Yeah. Thanks All for right, sharing. Ricardo, I appreciate that. No problem. I will let you go. I know you have a busy day. So yeah. Cool. Why don't you Let's give us a shout out and let us know where we can find you. Um, Whitney drown iron rose tattoo company. Um, you can find me at, uh, iron rose tattoo.inc, uh, or, uh, yeah. Facebook iron rose tattoo company. Ohio. Radical. Yep. Well, thank you for joining today, Whitney. I appreciate it so much. No problem, Ricardo. It's good seeing you. I will see you next week, hopefully. All right. Yeah, definitely. Likewise. Be safe. Thank you. Have a good day, man. Later. Right, you too. <clears throat> okay, guys. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, it's been another great um, Tuesday morning. Um, I appreciate all of you listening in and tuning in. Uh, go ahead and check us out. Uh, if you need to contact me, you can reach me at Ricardo Sturdivant on Instagram. Um, and, uh, or here, uh, but again, 